Welcome back to Caffeine Confessionals. My name is Alan Aguirre, and we are here today to talk about the challenge, Spies, Lies, and Allies. I am joined by my lovely co-host. We have the Miss Nikki Sin. Hello, hello, hello. We have Mr. Luke Muncy. What's up, guys? And we are here today to talk about the male cast for season 37. We are going to key you in on some details on the rookies you don't really know. We're going to talk about some of the longtime veterans. And we're going to do it in a format where we go from the strongest players who I have rated to the weakest. And apologies if I'm doubting some players. Apologies if I'm hyping some up too much. But we have an exciting cast to look at. Are you guys excited? I'm pumped. And, you know. If you hype somebody up a little bit or a little too low, I trust your judgment, Alan. So I'm sure it's perfect. Yeah, I'm very excited. And I'm not going to apologize for my opinions on it. Because I'm sure I'll get wrecked in the comments anyway. Stand firm. So let's just jump right into business. We're going to talk about the cast members that you guys want to hear about. And number one, the strongest male player going into the season, who I have rated a 97 out of 100. Almost an A-plus, basically. And that is Mr. Chris Tamborello, the winner of Double Agents, four-time challenge champion, I think nine-time finalist on his 19th season. The man, the man is just incredible. Uh, if, if he can pull off a back-to-back win after last season, I'll be shocked. But also, like, he's ranked number one. He's probably the best guy there, so, like... I don't know, but surely the other guys in the house can't be stupid enough to let him get that far. But the man is a menace in the best way ever. He really is just such a strong competitor who knows how to play the game. And after 19 seasons, I surely hope so. Yeah, he's he's just a beast. And I know like I have my like certain opinions on him and like his win from last season. But one of the things I respect about him as a player is that as one of the the older vets, he doesn't really have much of like an alliance to go in with. Like the all the big brother people who are not older vets, but you know, they have their whole Big Brother alliance. Ethan, are you the one people go in with, with their their shows? He, and he somehow has been pulling through these wins with no allies. And you know how he does it? Fear. People are Lies. scared of him. Yeah. And no allies. But yeah. um, Yeah. I, I can't imagine being in a house and being like, I'm going to go against CT in elimination. This would be a good idea. So like, he's got that figured out. I wonder if Sassy will actually go against him this time. All that talk from last season and that tutu. Would love that. Would be great TV. Something key to note is that fear is a big detail. Uh, JP Rowe called him out into elimination on War of the Worlds 1. But other than that, the last time CT went into elimination as a house vote was on free agents. And only two people had votes. It was Bananas and Nani. They were the only two people who even had votes. So that's the only type of house vote. He's gone into elimination of the last decade. Uh, Rivals won. You had the whole mob against him. But that was 10 years ago. That was like, you know, 10. That was 10 years ago. And what's really scary about CT is that if he had the dad bod, if he was weighing 285 pounds like he did on Dirty 30 and War of the Worlds 2 or like when he came in at least, he'd still be the number one player on this cast because there isn't really anyone who is such an all-around talent and good at every part of the challenge as him. But now he weighs like 220 pounds and he's back in shape and he looks good. He looks 35 and he's 41. Yeah, it's insane to me. And aside from the impressive body, Alan, you're so right. Like all around, he's smart. He's so intelligent. And that he's got that upper hand over a lot of these guys in this house. 
And he's he's gone through so much just on this show, let alone in his life. But we've we've seen him grow. We've seen him shrink again, and then we've seen him grow. He he gets into better shape during the season as well, and that's what's really crazy. Uh, my friend Heather was like asked me the other day, like, how does CT always lose so much weight during the season? And I tell her, like, you watch him on the challenge of the eating challenges, and he's a big eater. He likes to eat when he's at home and he's with the kids. I just imagine him pounding cupcakes and cookies and and just like living it up to dad life. And now he's working out again two or three times a day. And then you go to the challenge house and there's limited food options. There's limited things you can do. Instead of watching TV, you can only work out. And he makes the most of that time period. Uh, he's scary. And I remember uh, going into Invasion, they had those little champion profiles with the GoPros. And Zach at the airport was talking about how uh, CT used to do three-a-days. Three a days right before challenge seasons, and he's like, he didn't, he stopped doing that, and now it looks like he is again. So like, working out three times a day, this guy's a beast. He he's coming for the paycheck. He's the obvious number one, and it's a really steep drop off. That was a really good CT impression, by the way. Though, like <laughs> the shoulder shrug, that was. Yeah. <laughs> it's coming to win. <laughs> I promised I wouldn't do accents anymore, but. <laughs> Are you guys ready for number two? Let's do Heck it. Yeah. Oh, man. I, I, people are going to be really mad at who I have rated number two. And I was mad at myself. But it's how it shook out. Uh, he actually has a much lower rating than I gave him last season. At 87 out of 100, almost close to a B plus, we have Fessy. <laughs> oh, it hurts the soul. But I think you're probably right. Like... He's a big dude. He's athletic. He's made every final on every season he's been on, which has just been two. But he's somebody to look out for. And and Nikki mentioned earlier, like, I wonder if he'll go against CT in elimination. If you look at this cast and you're like, who can take CT out in elimination? The first guy that stands out is Fessy. So that that has to put him at number two, I believe. As much as I don't like Fessy, and I will say it as often as possible, you know, I'll bring it up at dinner with people that don't even watch the show. Just like, can you pass me the bread? I'm like, oh my God, Fessy, right? He sucks. I I think that this is a suitable placement for him on this list. Um, I don't have to like him as a person, but as a competitor, I do, I do respect him. That took me a lot to get out. (laughs) His social, yeah, his social stock is very low right now. Well, but he's always like hooking up with girls in the house, so I think that's his only like social gameplay. I mean, with fans, with fans, like it's just like he. I don't see him climbing back up in our hearts unless he's he likes. Even, I was gonna say he's not even verified on like Twitter or Instagram. If he like saves a kid from a burning building, then that that'll help. Like that, like that's the game plan for him to like improve in our eyes or like right now because after the final last season where he refused to eat with Casey, just pouring her heart out, just trying her best with a messed up leg, that just like. Everything's gone. But again, when it comes down to Fessy, he's fast, he's athletic, he's big, and he's 3-0 and in eliminations in very dominant wins. Uh, and I always see people say, like, oh, yeah, wait, wait for Fessy to face someone his own size. I'm like, who are we getting from the NFL to face him? Like, he destroyed Kyle, who is 200 pounds. He's 6'2", 200. Kyle is, like, a heavyweight. He's been competitive with other big guys and headbanger eliminations, and he got crushed by Fessy. Nelson. You know, he's short, but he's a heavyweight as well. He's a strong guy, and he got crushed. I mean, it's I don't know where we're going to find this big guy who's going to be competitive with Fessy. Um, 
And I think he's just a lot for a final because of his size alone. Yeah, I agree. And you'd mentioned like he's not very well received by the fans right now. The challenge page recently released a video where it's the Big Brother Alliance and even Casey is in the video. Like even in the house, she's like, I'm not taking up for him. Like I'm not throwing my game under the bus for him. Like he's my friend and all, but like, sorry, Fess, I'm not going above and beyond to help you out. Now we'll see if that actually shakes out. But if your numbers that you had from last season aren't willing to risk it for you this season, it's probably not looking great for you. Um, but then again, like you said, throw him an elimination every single time. He'll probably come out on top every single time. A physical elimination. That's true. The That's thing true. is, though, he's good at puzzles, though. He's good at math. Like, he, he's better than most of this cast in those aspects. So it's really easy to make fun of him. But it, he is book smart, sadly. I mean, he's he's <laughs> he's not street smart in any way. But, yeah. Uh, Coloring book smart, maybe. I mean... I mean, most of most of this cast can't color within the line, so being coloring smart is a big thing. Uh, <laughs> uh, third place male coming into this season with an eighty-six out of one hundred, uh, one point below one point below uh, Fessy. I have Mr. Corey Warden, four-time challenge finalist. He's come in second place twice, third place twice as well. Uh, made it to finals on back-to-back seasons as well. I mean, those three guys in a row—they made the finals. Back-to-back times. Let's see if he can make it three in a row. Uh, just one of the, just a solid competitor. Great daily challenge stats. Uh, seven and three in eliminations. Uh, see, I was expecting. A, oh, I'm sorry. I was expecting. No, no, jo- I was expecting Josh to be third, but I don't know how that happened. Oh. Anyways, uh, Corey falls right in line here. The there's only one other person I could dispute, but I have a feeling he's next on the list. I'm a Corey stan. I will gladly say it. There was a moment where people were like, "Oh my gosh!" Like whatever and no Corey's not really bringing that much entertainment to the show that much anymore but that's not what this is about Corey is pretty dominant like when he's got his head on his shoulders he can take on a lot of people and he's not the smartest but he's also not the dumbest and his elimination record I mean that says something I was just wondering does he have kids is he doing it is he is he competing for anyone is he trying to win the money for anyone I don't know if he has kids. I've never heard him talk about them, to be honest. And I'm sure it won't be discussed on this season. Because there's Corey, and then there's that other competitor, uh, Ryder's dad. I think mm. I know as well. I mean, Maybe. I will, you know when they have like the little graphic of like their little head with like how many seasons they've been on in their confessionals? I would like it just to be Corey's kids. Right, right in the corner. So you know why he's there. Yeah. So, so whenever people are watching, he's like, why is Corey there? Oh, Okay. Ryder and Mila. Yes. Mila's the other one, right? Yes. Beautiful children. Yeah. I say this all in jest. Like this is this is oh, yeah, me. I think Corey's a fantastic competitor. Um I, again with the, the scene challengers grow, it's like crazy to think of him from his first season to now. The young Bucks. I mean I mean Corey has become the house dad. His social game is on point. No one ever targets him. They just like him. Corey knows how to talk to people. You know, I mean, he's become in control of that aspect of the game. Uh, but for him to win, he's going to need to make sure that CT isn't there in the final because CT will beat him every day of the week because he's better at swimming, better at puzzles. Uh, yeah. The only thing that Corey has on him is that he's faster and has a little bit more social connections. And I love that Corey knows that. I, I keep, I'm going to probably reference a few times like videos that the actual challenge page has released but Corey said, like, who's your biggest threat this season? And he's like, it would be crazy for us not to target CT. He won last season by a landslide. Like, 
I know personally, if I'm going to win, he's got to be gone. So I'm glad that he's aware of that. I hope we see a little bit of a challenge there on the challenge. Oh, double entendre. But yeah, like he's aware. I 100% agree. And I'm just, I am hoping for like a little bit of drama with him, you know, just to like spice up the competitive aspect of it all. The potential drama for him comes from external factors, like people who are, I'm not going to say more interesting because Corey used to be, he still has the potential to be interesting, but there's going to be people like Nelson, Fessy, Devin, Amanda, Ashley, who bring her in, bring him into that type of stuff versus him starting it himself. Uh, Next up in fourth, another person who recently made a final came in fifth place last season uh, with an 85 out out of 100. We have Kyle Christie. Yay. Not who I would have put, not who I would have put there, but it's making sense in my head. I don't know if you could visibly see my face like light up. Uh, Yeah. I've talked to Alan about this a lot. Kyle is just somebody that you don't really think like, Oh, he's a stellar player. But if you look at his track record, he's a pretty solid competitor. Uh, So yeah, I expect Kyle to do pretty well, especially since, you know, he's coming in with good, like, I don't want to say alliances, but friendships with veterans and then there's some international players that he can definitely pull that card. Like, I was an international player at 1.2. Like, let me show you the ropes. So this could be a good showing for him. I think this is a really good time for him to sort of make his impact on the show with an alliance. Because, like, he's going to he's gonna have, like, 100 confessionals where he's like, lies, I'm great at that from the title. And we're like, okay, we get it. You, like, come off as a snake. However... <laughs> Your snaky moves in the grass the last few seasons haven't helped you find any of like fellow snakes there. No, he's lo- he's actually just a very loyal player, if anything. Um, I mean, obviously his biggest loyalty is to himself, but he has Devin, he has Big T, he has some other people. Uh, CT will cut his throat again, like for the 18th season in a row. Uh, Kyle is just, he's always competitive at the end of the game. He's always there. And that, that's one of the reasons he's ranked this highly. He is like Corey. He's kind of like a lesser Corey. He's a less athletic Corey. And, you know, he's come in second place in two different finals. Uh, second place male and Vendetta. Second place on Total Madness. Uh, he knows that he needs to take out CT for him to win. It, it's the same scenario as Corey. And I just really enjoy having Kyle on the show because he gives good confessionals. He gives good energy. And, yeah, he's likable. And who doesn't love a tattooed British man? Probably no one. And let me point out, too, before we move on, I I talked to Alan about this a lot, too, actually. The fact that this is his seventh consecutive season is really, I don't want to say shocking, but it's impressive to me. If you think of that core group that started out on Vendettas, you know, whether or not they declined or whatnot, that's not for us to say. We don't really know. But he's been on ever since his debut. That's very impressive. And it's the only one from his show. He was the he was the one who like looked least like the person who would become a future chat like challenger and threat. I mean, everyone else just was more dramatic or looked more physically impressive. And Kyle's lasted out, and a lot of that is due to his charisma. He, I mean, he's the face of international players on the challenge. He's done seven seasons. The next most anyone's ever done is going to be Big T this season with four, and that's it's a big gap. Uh, uh, next up in fifth place at. 82 out of 100 we have based on all the trailers and all the previews of this season the person who looks like he's going to be the star 
of the greatest name season ever, Spies, Lies, and Allies, and that is Mr. Nelson Thomas. This Agent Nelly T. Yes, this is who I've been waiting for. (laughs) Nelly. I love Nelson. I think he's going to come in a little bit jaded from last season because of what happened with Fessy, as he should. So I think he's not going to go into this season as naive as he may have in previous seasons, or at least I'm hoping. Uh, But he's very athletic. Smart will rule that out right here. But he's like a tough competitor. And Alan mentioned earlier, he is smaller, but grit makes up for a lot of that height difference with him. And he's he's such a loyal guy like i didn't like him for a lot of seasons um just because i didn't i didn't like the way the edits played out for him it made him seem like he was just like just like young bucks all the time all that but you know again looking back on on invasion like he was talking and we're not going to call it by its full name um on invasion he was talking about what a huge fan of the show he was and you could see it in his performances that like he he's there to compete. He's not just there to just like show up and, you know, drink some wine and hook up with some people. I'm, I'm excited for him this season. I didn't like him with that little tiff with, with Kayla on total madness, mm. but I just chalked that yeah. up to, to anger. He totally redeemed himself though. He yeah. totally redeemed, I mean, Nelson, I, I've been the biggest, like when he, when I started covering the challenge was like invasion, which I know he was on rival street before then, but invasion is his true rookie season. He didn't yeah. really, talk at all on rivals three and i i've always been like supportive of him because like you know i i kind of i've grown with him over these years and i I have to be completely honest nelson was not born to do well on the challenge he doesn't have the skill sets he's not good with puzzles he's not good with swimming he's not hand-eye coordinated but he works his ass off in the gym uh, more than any competitor ever and you look at his body and he's like made of steel uh and he just he just has all that heart and all that drive that I wish every competitor had. And I feel like when you compare him and Corey, which the comparisons have been endless because they're such best friends and they've been aligned forever. Uh, you know, if Corey had that Nelson drive from the beginning, he'd be a champion at this point. And I like Corey a lot, but he, he would if he had that Nelson initiative uh, back during Dirty 30 and Invasion. I would I would like pull my hair out because like they would make. Corey, the face on the billboard in Times Square, when Nelson was the guy that was winning eliminations, going far into seasons. And now to see him in this trailer just get featured so much, I'm happy my boy is getting his flowers. Me too. I'm all for it. Love it. I'm now a Scuba Nelly agent. Nelly double T, Nelly, Nelly double T uh, fan. You have the audacity. <laughs> he's, he's just one of the funniest human beings on television and just in life because he posted a photo of himself enjoying a chicken sandwich on Instagram today. And it brought me so much joy because I was just like, I, I don't know. It's just him doing normal everyday things. Just like it breaks my brain because he's such a goofy person. But Nelson is so I mean, he's, he's funny. He makes the most of the moment. And you compare him from when he originally was on Are You the One and uh, Rivals 3 is he tried to take himself so seriously and nowadays, he's just, like, having fun. Yeah. Nelson Needy Greedy. My dude. <laughs> Next up, uh, we have two people at 81 out of 100. We're going to start with the first one. We got Devin Walker. He won a couple daily challenges last season. He won an elimination against West. Four and two elimination record. 
Uh, he really proved to be strong in the more mentally focused challenges. He locked those down for his partnerships when they did. And, you know, the whole house was against Devin the entire game, and he just kept fighting and fighting, and I really appreciated it. Yeah, Devin, I said to Nikki and Alan right before this, he, like, changed for me last season, whereas I couldn't stand him, didn't want him back on. And then, of course, when I found out he was on this cast, I'm like, I don't hate it. He brought a lot to the show last season. So smart. So funny. Um, and he's smart enough not to get in these little tiffs with people, but he does it anyways just because he's like, ah, I can recover. Uh, his elimination record is strangely impressive. We're not going to talk about like what those eliminations chalked up to be, but on paper, it's crazy. And I think he's going to probably scoot his way along this season too, just because he has that charisma. Do I ever see him winning a season? No, I don't think he trains for that. He drinks too many foamers as he self-proclaims, but yeah, he's pretty decent. I think that if he became one of those like veterans on the show that like took all the rookies under his wing, I think he could go really far because there's so many rookies this season. If he played the West game plan, yeah, um, you know that's a good friend. I, I could see Devin winning a season like with this cast specifically. If CT isn't there, uh, let's just say there's like a lot of puzzles. People like Corey and Nelson fall behind. Uh, I think there, I think there is an avenue for him to win. There is a path. It is a very unlikely path, but I, I do think it is possible for Devin to actually win this season. And that speaks to how he played last season on Double Agents. He keeps getting in better shape. He's very good at communicating with his partners, even you know the way he would he apologized to Gabby after getting into fights. Uh, and for a long time, Devin was a guy who was punching up. He would just like he would see someone who had clout, and he would fight with them just to, like kind of create a conversation of, oh, Bananas versus Devin. Like, that's not a real feud, but he was able to make it into a conversation. Whereas last season, it was everyone against Devin. And he was just holding his own. I prefer for, you know, in my mind, like, I feel like he really clowned Josh. He really clowned Fessy. And ultimately, he lost to Darrell in elimination because he wanted to take a big shot. He wanted to he wanted to bulk up that, that list of who he's beaten elimination. What I will say, though, I think that he has done the the groundwork to have more people on his side this season. Uh, after the reunion last season, Josh and Devin were vacationing together. So one would assume their beef is squashed. You know, him and Tori like made up on social media. Like he apologized to Nani for what he said. I feel like he's reevaluating his game. And while he knows he's got to be that comedic relief, that's his kind of thing on the show. He's like, oh, wait, I can be taken seriously. And I could, like Alan said, Maybe win this. So let me kind of straighten out those wrinkles. I think that he he definitely uses like humor as some sort of like defense mechanism. Um, I mean, I'm only saying this because that's what I do and I can see it in him. Uh, also, he was like on Nani's Instagram story, like not even a week ago, like right after he called her, called her a layup. Mm -hmm. There he is just getting beers with them. Uh, it does help that he's CT's number one guy because CT should be dominant on this cast and he will be looking out for Devin. Likewise, when CT's your number one ally, like that takes the, it takes the heat off of you because people are going to be targeting him instead. People will target Kyle instead of him as well, another one of his uh, best friends. He's also really good with Big T and other people you know, like that. Uh, Amanda and him have always been cool. So I think Devin... I think Devin's game is shaping up pretty well, and I, I'm pretty optimistic for him. 
The other person I have rated as an 81, which is actually much lower than I rated him last season, is uh, the boy with the bad back. It is Nambo. Oh. Hmm. I forgot about him. I did too, to be honest. You said that name and I was like, oh, wait. Yeah. Um, great. Nice. Nice. Um, was... <laughs> We're not setting you up on a date with him. He's a... He's a nice guy. He's very funny. He has a great personality. Well, he doesn't even have that. I'm so sorry. Like, some of my friends listen to this as well, and they're like, I'm so glad he's back. Like, he is so kind. No, he was just the opposite of Lolo, his former partner. I'm not saying he's a bad guy. The man did nothing. And if he's got a bad back, it's like, you know what you're getting yourself back into? A lot of situations where you could blow your back out. So... Yeah, he's a beast, I'm sure. He's from Ultimate Beastmaster, or whatever it's called. One episode. Oh, God. Uh, thank you for that, because I didn't know that either. But uh, he's nice. So you're telling me that before last season aired, I had been on MTV more than now. <laughs> Having been in the audience at MTV Live when I was, like, 16, I, I had been on MTV more Ooh. than him. <laughs> I'm a little shocked that you weren't cast for the show then because that seems to be the only criteria. But yes, I, you would be right. Well, I could have been Kara back then. I had like pink synthetic dreads and uh, it, it didn't look good. Anyways, I think now it's just going to get lost in the mix again. Um, and we're going to sort of probably forget about him. I think he'll perform just fine. And he is still fine. So yeah. Uh, our good, good boy, Nam, uh, you know, he works, he's an engineer, he's obviously in great shape, uh, is huge physically, um, he does have some friends in, like, Devin and Kyle, um, but he's not even high on their totem pole, uh, so I, I really, I mean, I, th- I think he should go far based on the fact that he is a vet, and people probably don't want to see him in elimination because he is a massive human, um, we, we want to see Nam compete. That's the main thing. Because we didn't really get to see that last season with Lolo. He's never been in elimination. No, I know. But people don't, wouldn't want to go into elimination with him because he's hulking. He's, he's gigantic. Yeah. Well, I want to see him He's go like 6'3", 215. Not that I want yeah. to see him like be eliminated. But I just want to see how well he can compete. Um, I want him eliminated. Sorry, guys. If Oh, he, all right. If, if, if it <laughs> turned out... Pew, pew, pew. Yeah, if it turned out that he won the season, I would just be so dissatisfied. Sorry, great guy, but just because you're a great guy doesn't mean. Anyways, let me take my my thoughts back a step. I just he's nice, he's strong, he's smart. I just I can't see him ever being like the person that I'm like, oh my god, I'm so glad they won. And not to throw shade at this person, but like if he were to win, it'd give me like Amber B vibes. It's like, oh, he won, like. I don't know. Not to throw shade. What is this last season? <laughs> uh, yeah. I, I, I think I think you're being completely fair because had Lolo not been his partner and been awful and um, just made us sympathetic towards him, and if he not had the back injury, there's a realistic shot he doesn't get cast for the season again. But you know, people were sympathetic, and MTV gave him a second shot. Uh, next up is our first rookie. With a score of 80 out of 100, I am generally I score rookies pretty low because you don't want to rate them too high and then they come on the show and stink it up because you never know what's going to happen. Uh, we have Logan San Pedro from Survivor Spain. 
He came in second place on his original show. Uh, he is he has like good height, good weight, like about six two, two hundred pounds, I think, maybe six one. Uh, he is a skateboarder, soccer player, and if you watch the preseason clips, he mentioned the fact that uh, he's done judo and karate and boxing. Uh, so he's ready for contact sports. He was a beast on his original Survivor show. And I got to say, I'm biased. Like, I think skateboarding and soccer are two of the best skills you could have going into the challenge because you have to think on your feet. You need balance. You need, you know, that those fine motor skills. I'm blushing because I can skateboard, so. <laughs> you're a perfect fit. And also the soccer skills, you never know when you're going to be in an elimination where you've got to kick a flaming soccer ball into a goal. Think of Nelson versus Corey. Uh, I don't know much about him aside that from that he has two different colored eyes, which I think is really cool. Uh, but he looks like a physical threat and like he's in great shape. So I'll give him that. Yeah, I don't know enough about him. Um, I haven't watched Survivor Spain um, in that. I've only watched like three different Survivors anyways. Um, I, I think he'll be a good competitor. I think he'll just be quiet. I think he's going to be I think it's going to end up being one of those like small uh like cultural like cultural barriers not language barriers um but like a cultural thing like what happened to nam at like the beginning where it was kind of like he he was just like who is this guy coming out and they're like that's tj lavin that's the host right <laughs> i will say when researching logan it was very i'm very grateful that i speak spanish because all the clips were in spanish and i was just like great i don't have to use google translate like i do with all these other clips where i'm like viciously like typing in the translations uh but i i could tell that in his like because he has his own highlight clips of like that he's sending out to modeling agencies and acting places where he talks about being more of a skateboarder and a soccer player and i watched clips of him and he's he was seriously into those things and he, he wasn't pretending whereas on the challenge he's trying to talk about himself as like being a more muscle guy and you know, I've seen the clips. I like the soccer and skateboarding stuff is way more impressive to me. I, I know to like the average viewer, like, ooh, fighting, that's cool. But, you know, you, you're, you're, when you're up 50 uh, feet above the sky, that skateboarding aspect of like knowing how to fall, knowing how to, where to put your feet, that matters so much. And I think he's going to be a very good competitor because he has the build, the looks, and so on. And Luke, you mentioned him having two colored eyes. That is because there was a drone accident where a drone flew into his uh, face, and that's why one of his eyes are different colors. Uh, he can still see perfectly out of that eye, like nowadays, but that's why they are different colors. Interesting. But I hope it wasn't a, tro a drone accident from the, the challenge, because they had one of those drone challenges last season, and no one knew how to fly those. Man, everyone hated that challenge. I, I loved it. <laughs> I didn't hate it when I like when I watched it. I was watching it with uh, my my friends in Nelson. Hi, Justin and Jamie, and they love like they they have a drone and they fly a drone. Um, and they were so excited to see this because this is the that was the first season of the challenge they ever watched was last season. I got them super into it, um, and they're watching this challenge. I'm like, it has something for all of us. <laughs> Drones, <laughs> yeah. Next up, we have another rookie from the Survivor Romania. He is also a runner-up from that show. We have Emmanuel Niagu, who is a professional dancer and choreographer. He's appeared on X Factor in Romania as well. Uh, he is a very skilled athlete. That dance background, 
again, that stuff is more impressive to me, especially from these four nations, because it is a lot more competitive out there than something like football is here. Uh, it, it, I mean, like that, like, I mean, it's on par with it as, as what I'm trying to say, because, you know, balance, being able to have that good height to weight, to strength, height to weight to strength ratio is crucial. And he can lift his own body weight and then some people are obviously making the comparisons to Jordan Weissley because they look very similar. But I mean, that is that that's that's a tough comparison because that's one of the best players ever. But if you can be a tenth as good as Jordan, you're going to be a good player on the challenge. Yeah, I'm very hopeful about him, mainly because he gives me unhinged vibes. Like he's a little bit crazy, and if you pair that with raw athleticism, you're probably going to do very well. On one of the preseason clips, I think it was Corey that was talking about him. Like in his country, his his iteration of Survivor, it's five and a half months, and they compete for only fifty thousand dollars. American people wouldn't do that on the current version of Survivor. They'd be like, "No, I'm out." So he's willing to risk lots for small amounts of money. So what's he going to do for a million dollars? He's I'm I'm really looking forward to seeing him compete. That's fifty thousand dollars is only half of uh, Pedro Bear Stevens' uh, appearance fee on the challenge. Insane. Like to put that into into perspective, I had to call him by his legal name. Um, yeah, I'm excited to see see Emmanuel compete. Um, I also like that he has the dance background because it was sort of like uh, when Jay and Asaf were on were on the challenge. I was like, oh, you know, Asaf has the whole the dance background, and then Jay has the the rock climbing background, and rock climbing takes a lot out of you. Like it is it is very difficult. You need very specific sets of skills in order to do that and i think that having this like dance background where you like you have to have timing correct you have to have you know flexibility coordination i think this could be really helpful because a lot of like dailies even involve balancing on a truck while things explode mm-hmm. but i think he could do really well because it seems like a lot of the vets were were given given their kudos to him already and I know from just uh, an interview I just did with Tori Deal that Emmanuel is also a soccer player and he was a goalie. So he has that fast twitch muscles for trying to dive and stop balls. So, I mean, playing soccer, that's the most impressive thing you could ever do in life. So, I mean, anything I else you do in life? I bet she knows. Yeah, yeah, I know. Uh, and, yeah, Emmanuel also has a close relationship with uh, fellow Romanian rookie Emilia Lupe. Um, Yay! He comes in knowing someone. Uh, let's uh, but uh, next up, with a 77 out of 100, we have Kel Dyke from Too Hot to Handle. He is a gigantic man. He is about 6'6", 210 pounds. Uh, he plays American football in the London uh, Football League, whatever they have. He's like a six-time national champion out there. He works. Uh, he went from a personal trainer to working on the corporate side, has worked his way up the ladder, and he's very money focused. If you watch Too Hot to Handle, which I did, by the way, I was just about to say, watch him on Too Hot to Handle. He didn't bring drama, but that's okay. Well, it's not okay to me, but it is okay. The first thing that stood out about him was he's huge. He's massive. Like he's going to be a phenomenal competitor, I'm sure. And like Alan said, if he's about his money, like the challenge is the place for him. Huge stakes. I can see him going really far. And the fact that he's from the UK kind of gives him an in with Big T and Kyle, I would assume, and the other UK rookies that are coming in. So I feel like we're going to have a strong showing from him. Yeah, I'm excited to see him compete. And I, I'm willing to bet money on it that they're going to put him in a hall brawl 
one of the like 16 that will happen during the season, but he could be the one to like, you know, be a, be a competitor against CT or Fessy. I That's what's tough is that he's, he's like 30 to 40 pounds less than Fessy. Um, so he's still a big guy, but he's not, he's not that big and not to be a jerk, but the London football league is not up to snuff with uh, even, even like a division two college team in America. So um, I, I think uh, he will do well, but I, what, what amazes me is that he's obviously very intelligent. He cares about money. He's very competitive. Uh, I do worry that, like, when you're a guy that big, all you need to do is be quiet and be big. And people are like, oh, let's not let's not go after him because they're more afraid of the unknown. And something I wanted to mention with Emmanuel before is that Emmanuel's weakness and why he's not rated higher is because he's about 165 pounds. And people will see him as someone they could beat in elimination. Kells is the opposite, where, like, they see him as someone who's big and, like, I don't want to go up against that guy immediately. So he can kind of coast on that. But if he tries to play the political game, I think he'll actually, like, because he has a bit of an ego on him. I think if he tries to play the political game, things could blow up in his face really easily. Yeah, it could actually hinder him. I will say I was disappointed when he got cast because I watched Too Hot to Handle recently uh, in the last few months. And he he denied having shower sex with the hottest girl in the house right in front of him naked and i was just i was just distraught uh that was not a good reality tv moment i love good message reality tv and him in that moment was just ah it killed me i mean i don't know yeah maybe he'll redeem himself on the challenge who knows <laughs> next up we got uh, america's favorite player uh returning veteran he's the lowest rated veteran going to this season with a 76 out of 100 it is josh martinez the goof Oh, God. You know, as you were talking about Logan and then Emmanuel, I was doing the math in my head, like, what number are we on? And then I was like, we've done on the vets. No, I realized that Josh has left off, probably rightfully so. But I will say, I hate to even give him this credit, but I will because I'm so fair. He has gotten some pretty decent shape. And his key strength is he has all the numbers. I don't know what it is about Josh because I personally don't see it, but people for the most part, like having him around. And maybe it's because he's viewed as a layup in some sorts. Maybe the girls just really like gravitate towards like his friendship that he gives them because he's a very good friend of them. He's loyal. But just friend. Just, well, I can't see it progressing, but I, I think he's probably going to make it far again, which I hate, but like he sets himself up great. Or should I say, perhaps even production sets him up great. Who knows? I... I'm starting to question whether the edits he gets on all these shows reflect who he is outside of it. Because it seems like a lot of the cast members like him and they hang out with him outside of the show. And, like, I understand you can put, like, competition and TV um, aside and still want to be friends with someone. But, like, he's the goof for a reason. He still hasn't answered that math question. Do you think that's what that vacation was about? They they worked it out in the sand. They they did it. Yeah. Like he showed him how to do the math. Yeah. Made abacus with abacus out of like shells. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Cute. You know, I, it, it yeah, I mean, Josh has some good daily challenge stats. Uh he's a good swimmer. He's a supportive partner, but as a whole, he's not more athletic than any of these guys on the top. They'll beat him in a in a headbanger elimination, even though he's bigger than them. Like it Nelson in a pole wrestle versus Josh. 
Josh is like 30 pounds on him, but Nelson's just ripping that out immediately. He's destroying him. Um, can't do puzzles really that much. I know he solved a slider puzzle that Michi couldn't do and really frustrates me. But then he couldn't even throw a ball either. He's not coordinated. Uh, I do think Josh. he's going to go far, but I don't think he's going to make the final. I mean, that's just the Josh. That's the Josh method at this point. So, yeah. I mean, there are people who make it far and, you, and they come up short of the final who would be threats in it. Josh is not that because he's not an eater. He's not, a, you know, he's not a puzzle person. Uh, can we stop talking about him at this point? <laughs> I beg of you. Yes. Someone I'm really excited about, also at a 76 out of 100, we have Corey Lay, and he appeared on the HBO Max dating show, 12 Days of Christmas. Uh, he is an LGBT competitor. Uh, he is trying to be an actor, uh, but he's really like he's really physically impressive he's six foot tall but 190 pounds works as a personal trainer if you like look at his instagram he his body is very impressive he has good upper body strength and he's a big reality tv challenge super fan yeah i have also looked at his instagram i've looked at everybody's instagram i think well i know i mean his his size alone is going to help him but i think about when it comes to these rookies to be an american i would assume would benefit you because there isn't a cultural difference there isn't a language barrier with the veterans the ones that are predominantly american i know we have some that are not but i would think that would be his probably biggest advantage and then add in the strength and the size i mean that's a pretty good combination i think he's gonna do great um not just based on the fact that he's obviously on stan twitter um, because his his tweets killed me. It was like there was like an entire thread about Charlie XEX versus Slater. Like I'm so into it. Um, I also think that he's he's again. It's going to be really helpful being the super fan because it's sort of like I'll I'll compare him to like Claire, who's on Big Brother 23 right now. She wrote like an entire manifesto on on how to play Big Brother and like even wrote like what happens if there's a team twist. Like she's already she's already done all the work. So I think just as it helps some people on Big Brother, not Frenchie, um, to be a super fan, I think this might actually help him on the challenge. Yeah, historically, I will say the game by males on the challenge get targeted really early. But Corey it looks a lot different just from like the having all the muscles, having all the upper body. Even his cast photo though is a little bit conservative compared to how he looks like shirtless because shirtless the guy looks like a beast um yeah I, I he's very emotional he's ready to get into the drama he loves being he loves this aspect of the show so I, i'm glad to cast someone like him because he's going to be passionate he's going to bring it uh next up at 75 out of 100 we got jeremiah white from love island uh u.s uh kind of bland there wasn't really much to go off with him uh i was trying to find out how athletic he was. He has some height on him, but I don't know. Just seems like a generic character. He he seems like more there as someone to hook up with for the girls. Other than that, I don't know. Yeah, uh, Alan messaged me previously, like, "Hey, did you watch his Love Island season? Like, what do you know about him?" And I was like, oh, "I just watched like the first few episodes, and that's all that he was on." The only thing I remember about him is that he sang Drake, and that was it. So as far as like drama goes, I don't see him bring much to the table there. And as far as athleticism or just physique, his height is all that I really see. 
he could perhaps fall under the radar, just like Corey Lay. He is an American. Like he could maybe get in with the American people. I know in some of the preseason clips, um, Nelson and Corey have been like, we kind of want to take him under our wing. Um, see a Hunter. It's Jeremiah now. But I don't know. I don't have much faith in him, to be honest. I don't see him going that far. Um, I, and I'm basing that like solely on like political things in the house. Um, I think that his social game is going to be really weak because uh, he seems to be like a like an F boy. So it seems like he he'll just kind of uh, lean right towards the women. And that's going to rub a lot, a lot of the guys the wrong way. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> you laughing at that one, Alan? But we're talking about rubbing people the right or wrong way. Someone who I know gets it in. At 73 out of 100, uh, in 14th place, we have Renan Hellemans from, from X on the Beach Double Dutch. He is Turkish slash Dutch, and he is 22 years old. And yeah. Yeah, I saw a picture of him. Like this dude is a man. I'm like, am I? Am I a male? Am I a male? If like, if this is twenty guys twenty two, I'm like, I'm supposed to be twenty five over here, and this guy is like a whole different species that I'm not a part of. Uh, <laughs> uh, he works as a sex therapist, and watching clips of him from his ex on the beach double dutch show, he is going to bang the entire house, like. My my friend was like, oh, uh, he's gonna hook up with this chick. I'm like, dude, he's gonna hook up with CT if he wants to. If he if he wants it, he's getting it. This guy, like, I was watching clips of him. Like, he just has a magnitude to him. I am shocked at his age. Let me just say that. When you said 22, my jaw dropped. What? I love when we get people that are not from like Survivor or even really Big Brother. Like, he's predominantly from a dating show. That tells me right off the bat. He's probably going to be messy. Like that's why he's cast, not because he's like some huge like physical threat. He's probably going to have some relations. He's probably going to do some crazy stuff. And if he's a sex therapist, you're right. If he makes it far enough into the game, he might just say, "Hey, let's have a group therapy session," and that'll be like the most censored episode ever on MTV. I mean, if he's a if he's a sex therapist, uh, maybe I need some therapy. I don't know. But again, he's he's only twenty two. I there's uh, some I mean like I'm yeah a, I know that's almost almost old enough for bear like that's I because, mean no I, he I looks like those, a man like Gaston was his trainer and yeah he is uh, he actually is in good shape himself and I think him being just such a sexual magnet might just put a target on him people might get upset like this guy is gonna take our woman. <laughs> Yeah. Let's get this guy out of here. Like I, I'm afraid I might hook up with Renan. Like if you're a guy in the house, like I, I might, uh, I might hook up with Renan. So let's get him out of here before that happens. Like he, this guy, <laughs> I, I don't like. He's twenty. How is he twenty two? <laughs> Genes, genetics, just crazy. I'm a boy, bro. I'm twenty five. I'm a boy compared to this, this dude. <laughs> I'm a boy uh, compared to him. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, next up, we have at 72 out of 100, uh, former Survivor winner, and it is Tommy Sheehan. Uh, he's tall, you know, he's got some good size on him. He played basketball growing up. Uh, I mean, there is the obvious comparison in terms of when you look at someone who's that tall. Uh, I think he's actually 6'4", actually 210. Uh, I think the comparison, especially with being a redhead, you have uh, Rob from St. Thomas, who had very similar height and stats, and both 
are kind of meek at times. Uh, what do you guys think? You guys are the survivor heads. Yeah. I'll be honest. Whenever he won his season of survivor, I was so upset. I just was like, it could have been anybody but him. So it's like, he's coming in as a fan favorite. I do know that he's a super fan. I've listened to other podcasts that he's done specifically about the challenge, even before being cast on the challenge. So I'm excited to see that, but I do worry he'll just be a CT minion because he loves him some CT and people like that. Athletically decent, but he's also married. He's a school teacher, which I am as well, but we're different types of school teachers. I he elaborate. I he just <laughs> seems he just seems more tame than like maybe I would be on a reality television show. Um, he's already said in an interview like that's publicly out that like this is one and done for him. This will be his only season, which I respect. Like get your get your life experiences out of the way. But I don't know. I don't feel like anything's going to be great. I would say, oh, he's an American as well. Like. He might have that buy-in with the other Americans, but if you watch the last reunion, which I know we did, Corey said, next season, if you're from Survivor, I'm targeting you. Like, you guys scare me. Like, whoever's coming from Survivor, I'm targeting you. So that doesn't help his case. That could, of course, change, but I don't know. Not looking forward to him. I'm, I'm not, like, you know, I'm not going to, like, write a letter home about it. Um, once I saw that he was one and done, that made me think that, he either did so poorly that he's like embarrassed to go back um, or he won. It's one or the other. Um, I think that there's a really good chance alliance wise that all the survivor people from all over the globe, you know, could, could come as one. But if I had to choose some like a male from the U S survivor to be on, it wasn't going to be him. It was going to be Wendell for sure. Cause I want to see Wendell and Michelle back on the same season as something um, they used to date. Maybe even Jay. Mm-hmm. They used to date as well. Yeah, I will. I will interject really quick to say this because it just hit my head. I could totally see him playing the nice guy game and just like the fan game. Like, oh my gosh, the vets. I respect you guys so much. I love what you're doing. Like, kind of just plays second fiddle to everybody, and then just kind of like works his way. He's somebody. If he made it to a final, he's looks like he's a good runner. Looks like he's got yeah. decent strength. We know he's smart, not just because he's a school teacher, but like we've seen that on Survivor. If you've watched Survivor, I could see him winning this season. So maybe his one and uncommon is that he literally just blew the season out of the water, underdog style, and he's going to prove this ranking wrong. I hope well, not. He'd be comparable he, as a winner to Nam to me, but yeah. He could be a one, like as in he won and done. Maybe that's what he meant. Double yeah. entendres. I love it. Part of the reason I have him ranked so low is that he didn't win a single individual immunity on Survivor um, competitively. I mean, he loves the challenge, but I don't think it's a show for him. Uh, and I do think that people see Survivor players as a threat. And I think once you've played Survivor, the challenge is very frustrating because Survivor is a game of chess. The challenge is dodgeball. you got to be able to throw and catch a ball and dodge because if not, like, you could have strategy and dodgeball when you play, but unless you could do all the other stuff, none of that strategy even matters. And that's why CT is so good because, like, does he have a great strategy times? No, but he's really good at throwing a dodgeball. He's really good at catching one. He's really good at dodging them. So, yeah, that that's what it comes down to. Unless you're, like, killing the challenges, none of your strategy matters. It really doesn't. Um, yeah. Uh, next up, we're... Oh, we have two people left. Uh, we have Pumped Gabo from the Wars.Shore at 70 out of 100. He's talked about as being pretty boring by fans of the show. He's into bodybuilding. And that just makes me very skeptical because the bodybuilding types don't do well in the challenge. That's It's, it's more the CrossFit body who 
you know, can go for long times of cardio. I'm not excited about Gabo at all. Yeah, uh, know nothing about him. Popcorn muscles, it seems. And just from what I've gauged on social media, and I won't delve too far, he's not going to bring anything to the table. Like, that's literally all I have to say about him. I'm not, like, looking forward to him. He seems like a wasted spot to me. It would make sense if he had someone else from, like, a show that he was on or, like, from his country even to be considered an ally. So he could be a spy ally. But he doesn't even have that. So... Um, even his stats for me, I, and you know, I'm, I'm big on all the shore shows. Um, but I just, I have like no interest in, in him. And I, again, I don't like popcorn muscles for, for the challenge. They don't do well. Okay. Maybe like a love Island type deal. X on the beach. He could make that water entrance. Okay. Yeah, hopefully he proves us wrong. Uh, and in last place, I, I don't feel just, I mean, I feel bad for him last because I'm more excited about this person than people I have rated higher. Uh, at 66 out of 100, we have Huey uh, Monahan from uh, Big Brother UK. He's appeared on Irish dating shows. Uh, he's appeared on the Just Tattoo of Us show. Uh, he's very dramatic. He's very charismatic. Uh, gets into, I mean, just a very entertaining human. Um, also key to know he's part of the LGBT community as well. And most importantly, he has a Brazilian butt lift. <laughs> Boom. There it is. That was going to be my first comment. I, I don't judge what anybody wants to do to their body. He could literally like put spikes to his head and walk around with magnets attached to them. I would be like, do your thing. But he got a Brazilian butt lift like recently, like before coming on the show. I can't imagine that's going to translate well. Definitely don't think that helps with agility. Um, he also has his lips done, clearly. But what I need for him to do next time is to get on the phone with Kyle and call up that doctor that did his hairline because that could really help. But I'm with Alan. Like, obviously, when it comes to, like, skill set, he has to be ranked last. Like, physically, he looks like he's out of shape, quite frankly. He has a BBL, which is not going to help him in these challenges. But he's probably going to be funny as crap. So I'm ready for that. I know he's going to be funny. Even just this episode of Just Tattoo of Us was so funny um it seems like a lot of the cast really liked him uh when they're like uh from the season of the challenge don't think that physically he's really meant for the show right now i'm hoping for like a a siobhan moment with the implants oh wow Um, oh yeah not because i want to see somebody get hurt like this isn't the olympics i don't want to see somebody get hurt uh maybe look um i digress i i think he's going to be incredibly entertaining i'm glad there's another alphabet mafia person on the show you know for a while it was kind of just just casey as like major representation yeah i think i think he'll be incredibly entertaining also i'm i'm pretty certain he's irish and so yeah that'll be nice uh for my mom to see <laughs> someone from our part of the world yeah I, I i can't understand his accent sometimes but he's gonna be very entertaining on the show uh, i think the pathway for him is to be someone like jj on x's 2 where they have like the the, the shit they should have shown where people are like yeah we were really sad when we had to throw him into elimination because he's just he's just a funny guy he was just really good to have around the house and i feel like that's going to be the same way with huey where people are like yeah we really want to keep huey as long as we could 
it was the end of the line. It was the end of the line, though. So that that that's that's the most optimistic game plan for him. It's either that or he'll be a first boot. I'm I, I'm happy to see him on the show. I can translate um, his accent for you if Logan speaks Spanish and you translate it for me. Yeah, I think that's I, a fair deal. Yeah. All right. <laughs> and I'll just uh, translate Ashley's southern accent, so you're welcome. <laughs> yeah, gonna need that one probably too. <laughs> Once and that little bit of wine gets in her. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And that's your mail cast for this season. Uh, we thank you for watching so much. Uh, make sure to follow us on Spotify, on iTunes, YouTube, of course. We're gonna be doing a female version of the same podcast in a week. And we're going to be excited for this season as a whole. Uh, just give me a lot of coverage of it. Stay tuned. <laughs>